Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card. Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to The Best of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Last night, Rob, I saw something last night, and I look, I knew the Eagles were falling apart, right? We we could all see that. You didn't have to be you don't have to be a, a former head coach in the NFL to see that the Eagles were literally falling apart. Rob, getting worse by we, the week. We were in denial, Chris. We were in denial. I, yeah, I last I, night watching them, I'm like, why did I think they they could win or they could get it turned around. We were in denial because of their run last year. They made it to the Super Bowl. They were done. We were were in denial. They were done. And and credit to Tampa Bay and Baker Mayfield. We'll talk about him, Chris. They shredded them. They were were in total domination in that game. Yeah, I I, I mean, I don't understand what happened to them. Because even when they were 10 and 1, Rob, and a lot of people were talking about, even they were talking about, well, we're not playing well. You know, they were. Remember that. We kept saying out. they're not the 10 and 1 dominating. Yeah, 10 and they one. Were, weren't blowing out by the out. But, Rob, six of those 10 wins came against playoff teams. I mean, they beat Kansas City, they beat Dallas, they beat Buffalo. Like, they were, even though they weren't blowing teams out, they still were beating good teams. And all of a sudden, they just fell apart. The San Francisco game, but Rob, I I stopped like even up until up through the Arizona loss. Obviously, they were playing horribly, but I was like, I still thought there was a glimmer of hope. Like they'll 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 turn it around. The New York Giants loss in the season finale when they were essentially blown out by the Giants, right. down big early on, that's when I was like, it's over. And then, Rob? But did you think they were going to lose this like, game? No, I, no, I was I, – I, no, I picked okay. them. And I also thought the Cause Cowboys I picked them too. lost. Not that they were afraid of the Cowboys. I don't think they were afraid of the Cowboys. But my point is 
I thought they would look at the Cowboys game and be like, you know what? This is new, right? The Cowboys were playing great, and they go out and have a stinker. We've been playing badly. Let's go out and have a great game. We know it's in us. Right. We just got to shake off the last month and a half, two months, and do be ourselves. Like, but, Rob, what I saw last night was I, it was not a normal loss to me. Like, I even think the Cowboys, which was more surprising, right? That loss to me, it was more surprising. But the Cowboys, even though they choked, and I don't think they obviously didn't play well, I didn't think they were sleepwalking. What I saw from the Eagles, Rob, was a team that was dejected, dispirited, lacked confidence, lacked desire. We had defenders bumping into each other. Right, we had picking defenders. each other off, picking yes. each other off, right. They had 13 missed tackles. The, the Buccaneers had 219 yards after the catch. And, Rob, I feel like I could count on one hand how many times a Buccaneer ball carrier was tackled on first contact. Right. Right, and Chris would hit him, and he might drag him three or four more yards, spin, get away from him. It was some of the big plays the Buccaneers had to do should have been tackled by four guys. Right. A lot of it was tackling Chris, not tackling, grabbing people high, uh, like around the neck, like not yep. tackling, hitting them, not, not wrapping, wrapping people up. over. Right, hitting people. And you're right. There were times when a guy – would be touched by four people and still keep going and nobody could bring them down. And and a lot of, Chris, we talk about it all the time, punching of the football, trying to strip yep. people rather than bring yep. them down. I understand people want turnovers and are trying to get the football, but to do that and, and, and let the guy get another seven or eight yards when you're punching at the football ready, rather than tackling him makes no sense to me. No, it, it, was, it was ridiculous. And the offense wasn't much better. Um, that, I mean, and they, they, I they thought they got back in the, the game with the big, with the big, but with the big the, play, yep. and they came within a touchdown. I'm like, uh, hey, because because remember, Tampa was settling for threes, Chris, right? Yep. And I was like, they're in this game now. They're only down by uh, seven. Uh, was it eight or was it sixteen? Well, it was sixteen to nine. Sixteen seven. to nine because they missed. But I'm saying, you right. remember they they went for two, right? And I do think that was big because I thought Sirianni. I get what he was trying to do, but I think he should have just kept the extra point. It wasn't like there's not much of a difference between being down five and six. No. So I think what he was trying to do with the tush push. Remember they got the penalty on the field extra point. So he said, oh, we're closer to the goal line. Let's right, let me just push it and get two, and then right. you make the game uneven. You got all the momentum, right? And I think he's thinking, okay, we, we'll exert our power over them. And instead, when they don't get it for, you know, I mean, they rarely miss. I thought that was big mentally because it was like, oh, like I knew they weren't there after they didn't get that tush push. But, Rob, I, I, the only thing in sports— And, and you, Chris, you let's say this even, just for a note. Let's say on the, the Bucks are the only team stopped them twice on that tush push. Only, only the Bucks. They stopped them in the earlier part yep. of the game in the yep. season when Philly bit them by two touchdowns. So, that, so that, that's, they did Vita it twice. Vey, I think. I think Vita Vey has something to do with that on okay. the Tampa Bay line. But, Rob, to me, and I don't know if you saw it like I did, but I felt like— I just felt like I saw – I was watching darn near zombies out there. I didn't think they were in the – in the. they looked like they were somewhere else mentally and emotionally. 
And the only thing I can compare it to was remember LeBron in the 2011 finals against the Mavericks. Right. When after they're up 2-1 and then he just kind of disappears. Like he didn't look like himself for the next few games. What do I always say? Turn to goo. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that's what this was, except it was a whole team and it was for about two months. But that is what, like, that's the only thing I can compare it to where they just, I mean, Brad, James Bradbury was a freaking pro bowler last year, and he looked like one of us trying to tackle guys. I mean, it was ridiculous, and um, it was bad, Rob. So do you think Sirianni has to go because of this? I, I'm going to say, Christian, you know me. I was like, oh, you're always trying to fire everybody. I'm going to say no. And I'm going to say this. I told you before, I thought it was going to be very difficult anyway to try to run it back and make the same well, run, the Super Chris. Bowl hangover. Yeah, and, and they lost their offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, yep. some defensive yep. players. And I told you I never believed Jalen Hurts was going to put together, not that he was going to be a bomb or terrible, Chris, right. but not play like he played last year. That was out of nowhere. He went from... I don't know if he can throw the ball consistently to be a starting quarterback in the NFL to an MVP candidate, right. like overnight. Right. And I was right. like, God, how could that happen? And is he going to be able to duplicate that or stay on that kind of level? And he hasn't been able to do that this year. Those are just no, facts. That's, that, that, that can't be denied. Jalen Hurts has to look in the mirror. He was not himself. Rob, I think with him, and maybe I'll be wrong, but I wouldn't be surprised if in a week or two, I don't think it'll be that long from now that we hear, oh, he's going to have some. No, nah, I think he's hurt, surgery. Chris. Yeah, arthroscopic little cleanup, you know what I mean, where something he could play through, but it was bothering him. I wouldn't be shocked at all if that happens. I actually expect it. Um, I'm with you on Syria. Look, Bill Belichick available, that's definitely something that piques my interest if I'm the Eagles. And to me, Rob, it's a nuanced answer. That, what I saw last night and really over the past month and a half, two months, and last night was just the pinnacle of it. I thought I saw a team where this is beyond football. This is beyond not having great players because we know they do have a lot of great players. But this looks like something is going on in that organization or something is going on in that locker room that ruined this team. I don't know if, and I might, I'm just speculating, but I'm just going by what I saw. I don't know if, would, did something happen between players or groups of players? Um, or is it simply that they lost complete faith in Nick Sirianni and the rest of the coaches? I, I, something, I, I, it's beyond football, Rob. No, I hear you because something did happen. But, Chris, I Players I keep thought, saying, y'all don't know what happened. And we don't. We don't know but what happened. But it seems like something, and that's my point with quickly with Sirianni, Rob. If it was like something out of his control, maybe there was a beef between two players or factions of players that it was just, he couldn't, you know, it's something that won't hang around next year, but it was something that ruined this year, and the players still have his back, then I think you can keep him. But if it's as simple as, you know what, he lost them. Hurts doesn't believe in him. K 
Kelsey's going to retire, it seems. But, you know, Kelsey lost. He lost Kelsey. He lost the leaders of that locker room because they don't believe in him. Then I think he has to go because you need – you can't have that type of situation. But if it's something else, and I don't know, that's why I'm saying I'm – I got to do a deep dive if I'm the leadership in Philadelphia and find out what really to make the sure problem. there's they may not already know. But right, there might be like a dead rat stuck behind the refrigerator. You know what right. I mean? I mean, that it stinks. really might be Rob. I mean, I'm serious. I played basketball in college. You know, it was small college, but still, things happen, man. Sometimes between teammates, and it can throw off the chemistry. And so I don't know if something like that happened. I, I have no idea. I'm just saying it looks to me like something is is going on emotionally with that team. And if it stems from Sirianni, then he's. I think he has to go. If it's something else, then they can keep him. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington. TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. 
Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Rob, let's get to another team that lost yesterday, the Pittsburgh Steelers. And Nate, look, I think most people feel like they did a great job just to get in the playoffs. I mean, their quarterback play is atrocious. And that is not an overstatement. I mean, they just don't have it. They got some of the worst quarterback play in the league, but Mike Tomlin does it again. Gets them into the playoffs at 10-7. and seven. Yeah, they lost yesterday to a better team, period. I mean, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Buffalo is straight up better, especially when T.J. Watt's out. T.J. Watt didn't play yesterday. So the Steelers had no chance, but they're going to war with Mason Rudolph and, and Kenny Pickett. And, and Mitch Trubisky. I mean, they got to get a quarterback. But the big story, of course, was after the game, Mike Tomlin was asked by a reporter about his contract. He's got one year left, Rob, next season. But, you know, you it's rare that teams will have a coach go in the lame duck year. It, it happens. But uh, you would think if they're going to keep Tomlin, if they want to keep him, they'll, they will offer him a long-term extension And he didn't answer the question about his contract. He just walked off uh, in a huff. So, Rob, uh, there were reports that he told the team today that he will be back next year. And I'm not – I certainly don't think Mike Tomlin is a liar. But I also think he may be saying, look, I'm under contract for a year. And I certainly don't think he lied to the players. But it is true, right? If you got a year left on your deal, generally you're like – yeah, I got a year left. I mean, I don't – there was talk that maybe he'd walk away. You know, don't know that that's going to happen. But, um, yeah, I mean, I Rob, the, the Steelers do not really fire coaches. Chuck Noel, Bill Cowher, uh, Mike Tomlin. That's how they do it, and that's been, you know, that's been successful there. For them, they've got as many Super Bowls as any other franchise in history – so where are you at on the Tomlin situation? The time has come for the Pittsburgh Steelers to stop playing this. We don't fire coaches. <laughs> we take care of guys, and they are coaches for a long time and all that. Stop it, Pittsburgh! Mike Tomlin should be fired, Chris, if you're not going fired. to extend him. Which tells you that you have an issue at hand. He can't come in as a lame duck. Why is he why is he coaching for his new contract if you just made the playoffs? You know why he's coaching for his new contract? Because the the playoff drought continues seven seasons without a postseason win. 
We don't know that they're not going to I'm talking about him. right now. They could easily say, Chris, he's yeah. coming back. We're working on a new deal. But you're they saying just, they shouldn't offer him. Are you they saying should they not. should not? They should not. Okay. N-O-T. Seven years without a playoff win. The longest by a Pittsburgh squad, Chris, since 1970. Steelers are 0-4 in the playoffs since 2017. And you're right. The quarterback is terrible. Let me tell you what else is terrible. Their, their defense is terrible. Allowing really? 41 and a half points per game, Chris. 41 and a half. What? Yes. You, with oh, the, you mean with, in the playoffs? Yes. Oh, with those the, four playoff games. And those four playoff games, 0 and 4, yeah, 41 and a half. Their defense is, is bad. Okay. With, with, the, with a negative 49 point differential and a negative eight turnover differential in four games. All of them, Chris, are NFL worse since 2017, and that's per NFL research, okay? All I'm saying is you can play this game, and we, we're the Rooneys. I mean, that's over, that's over and, a six-year period. And, and we're, we're running this like a mom-and-pop store and all that kind of stuff. These are horrific numbers. And maybe, just maybe, the, you know, people have, have stopped listening to a guy who's been around so long without any results. Really? Yeah, I really hey, believe that. I couldn't disagree with you more. I, I think Mike that Mike Tomlin, Mike Tomlin to me is has blood is, out of, is that the statement blood out of a turnip? Yes. Is that it? Okay, I got that right. Like, I mean, come on, Rob. Now, I did pick this team to make the playoffs, but I thought Kenny Pickett was going to mature. He was no better. And Rob, all Pittsburgh needs to do is get a QB. And I got the QB for them to go get. You know who it is? Russell Wilson. Go get Russell Wilson. I got some nice receivers for Russell Wilson to throw the football. Better receivers than he had in Denver. I'm not saying he's the old Russell Wilson, but I do still think he's a can be a good, not great, but good quarterback. And he can throw it to George Pickens. He can throw it to Deontay Johnson. I got Najee Harris and Jalen Warren running the football. I got a defense that's stout. The reason they get blown out in the playoffs because they're not as good as the other teams. Tomlin's working miracles to get them to the playoffs. And then they, you know, the cream rises to the top and they get beat. But man, this dude has in a league where you almost have to have a quarterback to be like a contender or a playoff team. He does it without a quarter. I mean, Roethlisberger, toward the end of his career, we know he wasn't great, and they've been just trying different guys, different media, actually not even mediocre quarterbacks, basically second unit quarterbacks, they've had to start. And I'm telling you, go get Pittsburgh. Listen to a brother. Go get Russell Wilson. You can get him cheap. He's still going to get his 35 to 40 million, whatever it is, from Denver if they cut him in March or before then. And then you can get him probably for the league minimum. Where's Russ going? Buffalo, no. Miami, no. New England, why would you go there? They need a quarterback, but why'd you go there? New York Jets, no. Baltimore, Cincinnati, Cleveland, no. Houston, 
Indianapolis, Jacksonville, no. Tennessee might want him, but no, they got Will Levis. Uh, uh, Denver's going to be out. Kansas City, Raiders, why would you go there? Chargers, no. Like, that's just the AFC. I mean, there's only a few spaces for him. Atlanta, Washington, why? Go to Pittsburgh. You got a great coach. You got a defense. You got a winning culture. You got running backs. You got receivers. Man, I, I think they do that. They should do that and keep Tomlin, Rob. Yeah, I disagree. I just think sometimes a guy can be around too long, and everybody thought Russell Wilson was going to be the answer in Denver. Oh, they got this great defense. All you got to do is add a quarterback and add some water and stir, and let's give him a, a boatload of money, and Denver's going to the Super Bowl. That didn't happen. And all I'm saying is, Chris, if we're going to give Tomlin credit for not having a losing record ever and going to the playoffs and this and that, the performance, you're good enough to, to make the, the – you're good enough – I get it, but you're good enough to make the playoffs and win 10 games or 11 games. The year that they went, Chris, when they lost to the Browns and Baker Mayfield, they started the year 9-0 and or 10-1, and and then they, they, were, they were frauds. They were frauds. We could they see were they fraud. were frauds. You never – and I, did, I was with you. I never we believed in them. We never believed in them because they weren't that good. Like, that's my point. He is taking teams that aren't that good and making them playoff teams. But once you get there, it's just like you hit the ceiling. We can't do it. We're not winning a playoff game with Mason Rudolph as our quarterback. Against Josh Allen? Who are we kidding? I just, I just think sometimes you hold on to coaches too long. Go look, Chris. You brought up Chuck Noll. Look Look at after he won those Super Bowls early, how long he went, where they didn't win, Chris. They didn't win for a long time under Chuck Noll. I don't remember Bill Cowers. I agree, but they weren't even making the playoffs. No, I'm just like, saying, but you didn't win, though. Under, under Tomlin. Like, I, look, if Tomlin were to be on the market, I'd love to see, and I don't know if Philly will get rid of Sirianni, but it, if Tomlin got on the market, Rob, and, Phil, and Sirianni was gone in Philly, that's where I'd like to see Tomlin. I'd like to see Belichick in Dallas, um, Tomlin in Philly, Vrabel can go to Atlanta or Washington and uh, Harbaugh to the Chargers. And I, I'm assuming at this point, Buffalo will keep McDermott. We'll see. But um, Well, yeah, I mean, I think the way that the season is shaped up. So you uh, think if they lose to Kansas City, and I get it, you lose the defending champions, then no shame in that. I don't think it would be the that's what end of the, I would look at, But right? that, game like, is at, that game is at home, no. This is Buffalo. their chance. And this is their chance. And, and they're they supposed to rob. They're supposed to be a Super Bowl team. Yep. And if you don't beat Kansas City now, when their offense You'll is down. You'll never beat them. Right, when you beat them. So uh, you got them in Buffalo, their offense is down. So I'm saying if they don't win against Kansas City, again, not that McDermott's a bad coach, but we might need a culture shift. So, I, you know, but I, 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 I disagree with you on Tomlin. I, I think the dude is phenomenal. I don't think he's going stale. Uh, I just think they they need a quarterback. You need a quarterback in this league in most cases to have a chance to win. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 
I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You felt like in the preseason you talked about how you don't think Jalen Hurts will ever, correct me if I'm wrong, ever duplicate what he did last season when he was the cat's meow. Oh, my God. Uh, Not only great in the regular season, Rob, but phenomenal in the Super Bowl. I mean, I, I can't say phenomenal, but great. He did have the he had fumble, one turnover, one turnover but cost that, him the game. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, that was Outside it. Outside of that, he was awesome. He was amazing. And he I, did indeed, Rob, drop off this year. Completion percentage, down. Uh, touchdowns, he threw 23 in 17 games versus 22 in 15 games last year. So, down. Interceptions, that's the biggie. Only six last year. 15 this season. Big time. That's a big number, Chris. No doubt. And passer rating down, yards per game down. And didn't run the ball like he did last year either. So, I'm going to ask you what we asked Anthony Gargano 
And he said, Anthony, that he's in Philly. They're calling Jalen Hurts, Jalen Wentz in Philadelphia. Already. Because that, didn't they la- fear, that didn't last long, right? Right. right. Well, you know Philly. Uh, but they fear that they may have made – if they made another mistake, Rob, like when they gave Hurts the max, huge deal – not max, huge deal after just that one great season when he got hurt and he was never the same. Uh, if they did the same thing with Jalen Hurts, my gosh, unbelievable. Yeah, of course, and I didn't say it because I thought – Jalen Hurts can't play. I, I didn't. It was where he went from one, and, and it's good that we had Anthony Gargano on because he was the guy we had talked to, Chris, that prior year where there was question marks, can he throw the ball consistently enough to be a quarterback? And you remember that? that we yep. had that kind was a real conversation. I remember Anthony said, I love this kid. I love him, but I don't know if he could throw the ball so he went from that to just something that was nearly MVP worthy. Like he he had a, such a out of nowhere breakout bust out season, and it happens sometimes it, where somebody finally gets it and it clicks. But I just thought to myself, can he really do? Is that who he is? I just wasn't sure that is who he was, Chris. It just didn't fit. The guy who a year earlier people were questioning. Like, it's normally not questioning whether you belong in the league to I'm an, I'm an MVP candidate the next year. Why? Well, like, really? I, I'm going to say this. Obviously, Jalen Hurts had a down year. If you put a gun to my head, Rob, and say, pick, is he going to be a great quarterback or a good quarterback? You know, good or, or, yeah, good. Yeah, good. Because good is not good enough, Rob. Right? right, good He's or going great. to be right. great. He needs to be great. Um, I'm going to say great because I believe in his character. I believe in his work ethic. And I believe in his talent. Now, he's not a natural, you know, Patrick Mahomes type passer. He's not. All right? you Like you said, I mean, those were the questions. Those have been the questions his whole career. Yep. College, right? He was a runner. I mean, he could throw it some, but he wasn't like viewed as this. Wasn't a Trevor Lawrence. I remember type he lost his job in college, like one of the yes. biggest benching in the history of sports, no doubt. And now, to his credit, and this is what I'm talking about, he regrouped there at Alabama, and of course went to Oklahoma and did it. Yep. And so I'm gonna believe that he's going to regroup. And I also believe, Rob, he's been banged up. There's some type of injury there. And, Rob, remember, and this is, again, he's really a micro version of the team. Because, Rob, going into that game against San Francisco, guess who was right there near the top of the MVP race, if not at the top? Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. And then when they got demolished by San Francisco, 42-19, he fell apart and so did the team. So that's the thing. It wasn't like – now, was he playing as well as last year early on? Probably not, but he still, Rob, and you know this, he was in the MVP race. 
with a new coordinator and all of that. So I look, Rob, I think this was a strange season. And I I think what we found out, Rob, and Joe Burrow is kind of a mystery just because he's hurt a lot. It's to the point, Rob, where we we have to bake in if he's healthy. Right. right? With Joe Burrow. Like we do right? that. There's certain people we have to say, if Kevin Durant's healthy, yep. if, if Kyrie's healthy, if, you know, like uh, yeah. if Anthony Davis Anthony is Davis. healthy. Right. Like, like that has to come before we mention them. Yep. So when you talk about, like, the top five quarterbacks, there are only a few that are definitively in there. Obviously, Mahomes. I'd say Josh Allen. Burrow, like you said, we're going to put the asterisks and keep him out of this because if he's healthy. Um, Lamar has gotten himself back into that, Rob. Probably would have been top five the last few years had he not been hurt. But a prop, Rob, and, and I, I'm not going to throw C.J. Stroud in yet, even though he was a top five quarterback this year, just because he's got to, you know, prove it again as a rookie, right? He's got to do it another year. And if he does this next year, Rob, then we'll be like, oh, he's just, just a great one. Right. He's like Burrow. Right. He's just a great one, right? But outside of those three, Rob, then it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be fluid. And Hurts is in that group. Dak, Dak was a top five quarterback in the regular season. But obviously we saw him wet the bed on Sunday. Boy, did he. They had to buy new sheets. <laughs> was, that was a bad one. And bad. so I think, you know, will Brock Purdy get in there? You know, we'll see what type of playoff run they have. Um, Matt Stafford. Like, it's that group, Rob, after three – it's going to fluctuate. And Hurts will be in that group unless he solidifies himself, you know, as a guy that's always got to be there. So I don't think they've blown it. Um, you know, remember, Robin, you noticed some of the problem with Hurts, I mean, not Hurts, Wentz, was that there were locker room things, right? Locker room yep. issues. And, you know, is he too arrogant, you know, full of himself, all that stuff. And there's none of that with Hurts. And so, but he's not, he might not be as naturally gifted as a passer, at least, as Wentz. But I, but, I, there, but there are some reports, and, and Rob G, jump in. There was some things that they think, and, and I don't want to misquote it. Oh, I can break it down Chris, for you, Rob. Yeah, break, break it down. down so C, CBS Sports last week, and, yeah. and this, this was before that ESPN report that came out saying that uh, Jalen Hurts, Sirianni, and the offensive coordinator were were disconnected. They weren't all on the same page, and right. that was one of the reasons. But before that, lost in the sauce, two days before that, CBS Sports reported uh, by way of the Philadelphia Inquirer that there were several players in the Eagles locker room who had an issue with Jalen Hurts' stoic personality, specifically when they're in trouble. Because when things go wrong, he's the same as he's always. He's kind of quiet, keeps to himself goes about his business, yada, yada, yada. That's fine when you're going well because you're right. like, hey, not too high, not too low. He's a good right. guy. But when they need that kick in the ass, that Tom Brady get in your face right. to the and offensive scream, line. And scream at somebody, he, that's right. Not, not who he is. And so the Carson Wentz comparison, even it's different personality traits, right. but they have a lot more in common, even statistically. Well, here's what I would say, though. Here's admit. what I would say about the comparison as far as the locker room. 
They, I, I take that quote, and correct me, Rob G, if I'm wrong. I take that quote to be like, yo, we need brother step up. We need him to correct. Yes. say something. I don't take it as, dude is getting on my nerves. No, not that Dude think he all that. He right. ain't. He really ain't. And I'm going to smack him if he think he, you know what I mean? Like, yes. With totally, Wentz, totally I think different it, yeah. uh, character so, definition. Right, now, right. I will say this. But, I, I but, will say this, though. Hurts does need to step up. You can always learn, right? You can learn at, to be a leader. Or or a better leader, I should say. He's already. I would a say leader. better leader. Right, yeah, right. You can learn to be a better leader, and you have to be careful because, you know, it's hard to go. You know, they always say it with coaches, Robin. I think it's true because I I had it happen in my little little basketball, you know, life, where a coach who was a nice guy tries to all of a sudden become. Hardcore. You can't do it. People you know do, they'll, you they'll see you right through it. You go from hardcore to softer. Yep. You can't go the other way. And I don't think Hertz was soft, you know what I mean? But I think he was just not really, according to this report, not really saying much at all. So I think you can probably make that jump, Rob. Yeah, and I, and I think they don't want him to be totally different, but you can't be laissez-faire, Chris, when when Rome is burning, like yeah, somebody, right. I, I'm gonna have to kick some butt here. What are we right. doing? You right. guys up front, you better block for me or whatever it is. Right, dude, do your job. Right, right. You don't know no how many doubt. times I have to yell at Rob G about inside the Parker. Do your job. <laughs> no, Rob G. No, no, that's true. That is facts. You know, it's usually like in a text that. though. Exactly, like usually in the text with uh, exclamation points. But all caps, points. all caps That's right. exclamation yes, points. Yes. Absolutely. He gets the picture. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 